0: Flory and Dotty by Janice Fryat with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryat as Dotty. Reinventing Christmas, in Dotty's kitchen, early December. Hiya Dot. Oh, hi. Bit early for Brandy, isn't it? I'm making a Christmas pudding, you plum. Mind you, I have had a swig. It takes the edge off. I thought you like baking. Not really. Occupational hazard. Ah, like Princess Anne once said about having babies. <laughs> yeah, occupational hazard of being a wife. Aye, pretty the royals. Still, not as bad as saying whatever in love means. Ooh, cringe. <laughs> poor Diana. Mm, poor Charles, too. Unsuited. What a shame. But neither are mad to make a Christmas pudding, though. Oh, neither do you. What's wrong with Morrisons? I do your favour. Waitrose these days Neither I don't even like Christmas pudding It's Bill that does But I must admit it tastes better homemade Mad Yeah, I'm all for an easy life these days Aunt Bessie's Yorkshire puds Sacrilege And turkey crown from MS. There's posh <laughs> Less mess in your kitchen you, know, you can shut the door on the mess Oh, not if you've got an open plan set up like Emma Rides has. Oh, yeah. You end up eating among the pots and pans. Oh, yeah. You can't get away from them when your kitchen's your dining room as yeah, well. And your sitting room for some folk. Them as have that big box extension across the back and huge sofas. I prefer separate rooms myself. You like separate beds. You like flow. Not always. Ooh, <laughs> Anyway, I read the latest thing is a back kitchen. What's one of them when it's at home? It's a small kitchen off your main kitchen where you do all dirty work, like peeling spuds and carving meat. You mean like what we used to call a kitchen? (laughs) I suppose so. Makes me laugh. Like reinventing the wheel. A kitchen you can shut the door on. Who'd have thought it? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Well, it's a thing, you know. I read about it while I were in the dentist in one of those glossy magazines about posh houses. Ha ha ha, in the old days it was called a scullery. But speaking of old stuff posing as new, you've just reminded me. I've seen adverts for people putting ropes in your hair to get a natural curl. Ropes? Well, not ropes exactly. Softer fabric, silky like. They call them heatless curlers. Oh yeah. Our uses a dressing gown belt, <laughs> wraps her hair around it and then nicks my belt to do it to the side. Yeah, well, you can actually buy special ones now. It's a right racket. Mm. My nan used to talk about putting her hair in rags to get ringlets. There's <laughs> not new. Reinventing the wheel. Mm, I must get our Ellie some of those itless curlers for Christmas. <sighs> well, speaking of new ideas, I read something on Facebook about... Putting in a night shift. I hope that doesn't mean what I think it means. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Don't worry, <laughs> Doc. Phew. It's about spending half an hour each night plumping your cushions, locking your doors and your windows and clearing up your snacks. Wiping your worktops and that so you don't have to do it in morning. It's common sense. I do that as I go along. Can't sit down to watch the telly unless I know the doors are locked. you watch too many crime dramas. Guilty as charged. Now, speaking of hemorrhoids... Which we weren't. Well, we were earlier. Do you know I saw her on my way here, up her ladder, spraying her soffits. Who does that? She's too house-proud, that one. I called round last week and she arrived breathless at the door muttering something about wet-dusting her bed slats. (laughs) Maybe if I did more housework, I wouldn't have to go to the gym. You don't go to the gym. No, but I shall go. Who says... I used to go, till I realised I was driving to the gym to run on a treadmill and then driving home. And I could save myself a load of money by just walking to the gym and back. Good point, Dot. But our parents never went to gyms. They never even had gyms in their day. Folk walked everywhere, or at least walked at bus stop. Aye. And housework were more laborious. It's still laborious, Flo. Mm. It's just that we have more labour-saving devices. And ego-efficient kitchens. (laughs) Ergo. Ergonomic. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. And remote controls for telly. Aye. Remember when we used to have to get up and walk across the room to the actual TV set to change channels? (laughs) There were only three channels. And then... There's washing machines that do it all for you. Well, they don't hang it out or iron it or put it away. No, but you don't have to get it out of the hot water like you did with twin tubs. Shove it through mango. Or pound it with your poster like our grandmas did. Yeah, but it's good exercise for the arms. My mum used to say. And your pecs. Keep your boobs pert. Folk get surgery for that now. And go to the gym to work the biceps. Aye, oh, if we did more stuff for ourselves, we wouldn't need to go to the gym or have surgery. That's what I mean, Florey. Uh, Reinventing the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's have a glug of that brandy, don't? Oh, what you like, Flo. <laughs> here you go, then. Ugh, do you want a straw? Nah, <clears throat> I'll have a glass if you've got one. In <clears throat> cupboard behind you. Go on. Get two glasses out. I'll have one with you. It's sundown somewhere. Not that it matters. We can do what we like at our age. <laughs> hey, I've got some carver ink fridge. We could go on to that next. And I'll get mince pies out. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you doing for actual Christmas this year? Oh, are you seeing Poppy Grace? Oh, yeah. Ah, Matt's bringing her here on Christmas Eve. Are they staying over? Oh, yeah, for three days. Early Christmas morning for you then, Dot. I know, but it'll be worth it. She's two now, so she's more aware of what it's about. And what is it about, Dot? I mean, what do you tell her at two? Oh, you know, the usual Santa Claus stuff. Some old man creeping into your bedroom? Ooh... Well, what did you tell your Ellie when she was little? (sighs) Same thing. But we weren't as awake then, Dot. (laughs) Some parents nowadays don't tell the kids some strange bloke pops down the chimney and bobs into the bedroom. Come to think of it, lots of houses don't even have chimneys, they're all blocked up. It's a shame though not to keep the magic going. Mm, Maybe. But chuck in religion as well and you've got a right model. Hmm, well, at that age you have to gloss over the virgin birth. Ah, uh, well, your poppy grace has enough on coping with your two mums and one dad. Whereas Jesus had one mum and two dads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I get it. God and Josie. Or just Joseph. Well, I thought you believed in all that macular conception stuff. I'm keeping an open mind. Anyway, whatever his parentage, Jesus certainly caused a stir. Mm, you could, sir. Here. Mm. Shall we crack mm. open the karma <laughs> now? <out>? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Dot. Mm. I've been thinking, though. Steady on. What if Jesus was born today? Eh? in the UK. bit nippy and stable. He wouldn't be in a stable though would he? Hey no but if you modernise the whole story with poor parents, probably be in a tent. (laughs) If the tents haven't been confiscated. Hmm. homeless shelter then, if they could find one. Yeah or if he was a refugee. I mean he was a refugee. At least they were away from home because of that census. Are to rely on the kindness of strangers. Well people can be kind art, even these days. Yeah. I mean the food bank gets a lot of support, but people mm. aren't always kind to people that they see as different, like different colour or, or refugees. Mm. Or those desperate folk in the small bowls. Oh, Yeah, I mean They are fleeing from persecution, most Mm. of them, or or some sort of danger. And and Mary and Joseph were running away from that bad king that wanted to kill the babies. Herod, yeah. Mm. Well, that's why they had to flee to Egypt, to save Jesus from certain death. Do you know, it's quite a dark story, really, when you go into it. Mm. Probably not one for Poppy Grace. Yeah, I can't help thinking. If it happened now in the UK, it wouldn't be so much a flight to Egypt as a flight to Rwanda. It wouldn't though, thanks to the serene court. Supreme court. That's the one. (laughs) (sighs) Mm. So, what are you and Mick doing this year? Is your Ellie coming home? She is. with a new girlfriend. Girlfriend? She had a boyfriend last year? Yeah, well, she's gender fluent now. Is that even a thing? Well, I think so. Young people seem to have more options than we did. Isn't it just indecisive? Oh, I did ask. We didn't go down too well, to tell you the truth. And she said, Well, we're all free to love whoever we want. You don't have to be dictated by Jim." <laughs> yeah, well... Hey, I read about a woman who married her house. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't marry me house. <laughs> Well, not unless it got an extension. <laughs> How would you divorce your house? I mean, you'd still want to live in it, or would you? You could trade up. Oh, uh, you mean like Trump did and Rod Stewart, you know, younger model. I'd want a bigger model. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about men or houses? Both. <laughs> What do you want Santa's put in your stocking this year, Flo? Uh, I suppose it would sound enough to say world peace. Mm, peace and goodwill. Whoever Will is, <laughs> well, whoever he is, and wherever he is, I'll drink to that. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> You have been listening to Florrie and Dotty with Lindsay Evis as Florey and Janice Fryat as Dotty. Written by Janice Fryat, edited and produced by John Fryat and dedicated to Carolyn Steele, a spinny audio production.